Hello and welcome to the latest episode of Talking Ship. Get on board with two cruise directors as we share our stories from the sea, discussing everything from cruise ships to friendships to relationships. If you like what you hear, be sure to leave a review and subscribe to be notified when the next episode drops. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcasts. As always, just a reminder that the views and opinions expressed on this podcast are ours and do not reflect the views of our employers. Oh my gosh, we have made it back to a podcast after a two-month hiatus. Kendall and Joey are here for more Talking Ship. Welcome back, everybody. Hello, Kindle. It's nice to see you again. <laughs> it's been two months. How are you? Well, it's not actually been two months, has it? Has it been like a month since I saw you? Yes, I think so. October? Uh, no, you didn't see me in October. No, that was it was at the beginning of September, it mid-September. Any time away from you is too far and too long. Gross. That almost, that almost looked like you meant that. <laughs> um, welcome, everybody. We are back doing a pod. Um, we are currently in... The globe trotting couple of the world. We are currently in where? <laughs> Florida somewhere. Florida. We're in plantation. And it's raining. I didn't know it rained in Florida. Oh really? Didn't sign up for this. Joseph, you. I, I thought I would bring the rain to make you feel right at home. It's bloody freezing back at home, and now it comes to rain, yeah. And it's warm rain. Doesn't it feel like it's weird? It's warm rain. Yeah. Is that like that fine rain? It's like real through. tears just streaming down your face. Wow. Okay. <laughs> this is taking a very dark turn. Anyways, everyone, um, we just wanted to catch up because we did get a chance to get all of our podcasting equipment back together. And we are here while I'm in studios rehearsing and getting ready for Jubilee. So we thought we would have a little bit of time together because me and Joe will not actually be able to see each other for quite a while once we actually go off to contract. Mm-hmm. It's going to be very sad. Yes, I was on the Carnival of Venezia. Is that how you say it? Yeah, that's how I have to say it, because otherwise it sounds like I say Venencia. Well, that's how I say it. That's how it's spelled. Mm -hmm. Venencia. Yeah. But I had so many guests coming to me and saying, Joe, you know that you're saying Valencia. Valencia? Yeah. But I'm like, no, I know full well. That's a football team, right? It is a football team. Very good. Thank you. From? Uh... Valencia. Yes, but where is Valencia? It's wherever Valencia is. Come on, you know this. Uh-uh, don't make me... You know I look stupid when it comes to geography. Spain. That's what I was going to say. Good. That was my but very, I, I that was my very people, first guess, Spain. I used to say to people, don't be daft. I wouldn't get that wrong because I know Valencia is in Portugal. And then they go like, no, it's not, it's in Spain. And I'm like, yeah, that's the point of that joke. Anyway, so now I have to say it with an Italian accent. So I, I used to go, <laughs> the joke Carnival the Valencia, like that. What did you do that in um, all your senior officers like taught you how to say it properly? Mm-hmm. Cap- Capitan, Captain Enzo. Captain Enzo, he was great. He was my favorite captain of all time. Well, yeah, real sweet guy. But anyways, because speaking of Venencia, we thought it'd be uh, a good kind of spin point because I haven't taken a cruise as a guest since 2016, which was in between my internship contract and what was it, my, my second contract on the Conquest, and this was the first time I've actually been a full-on guest, like, booked through Carnival.com, through our PVP, and, like... Wait, when you did your um, internship, mm-hmm. after that you went on a cruise as a guest? Yeah, and I went on the... I went on the... I was an intern on the Freedom, and that Christmas, like, after I graduated college, my mom had booked our Christmas cruise as a guest on the breeze and the cruise director that was one of my managers on the freedom was the cruise director there it was that a no it was uh lee lee schwereb he was an aussie 
You, you must have been the worst guest ever. Oh, I bet I you went all the trivias. I won all the trivias. No, I didn't win all the trivias. I went into all the crew areas. Like I was like, I got Ooh. a crew pass and like was, was living my best life, like sitting in the DJ booth um, with my friends who had worked on the Freedom had gone to the breeze. I was in the the comedy club booth, like hanging out with all the comedians because I had been the comedy club host. It was it was really fun, but it was a terrible terrible guest for sure. Yeah, well, I was laughing because when you got on the ship, on the Venezia. Mm-hmm. And I looked at your card, your sail and sign card. <laughs> it was platinum. It's not a secret, though. It's not a secret that I'm a platinum guest. I've yeah. been cruising since I was seven. I know, but... And we are, like, I, you cut me open and I bleed Funship Freddy. Like, I am carnival. And so it doesn't surprise, or it shouldn't surprise anyone that we cruised all the time and I was a platinum. But I was a platinum by the old standards where you, like, took five four-day cruises and you became a platinum guest and then we were grandfathered into that. So anybody that is listening that, and I know there are some people, especially that come from England and just support support their mate Joey, <laughs> that don't have a clue about cruise ship stuff. On the cruise ships, there's different levels of guests. So there's, like, blue cards. It's like a loyalty program. Yeah, so if you're a blue card, it normally means, like, your first-time cruiser. So, I mean, you, you hardly get a cabin, to be honest. It's just like you get like a hole <laughs> in the wall to live no, in. No, first-time cruisers can buy any cabin. And then, uh, what's the next one? Gold? Red. Red. Red's next. So if you get a red card, then you've, I think you've done a few more cruises. Yeah, I don't a couple. know how many it is. I've, I lose track of what, how many days or what now. Blue then card is for sure your first After cruiser. red, it's gold. Gold. Mm-hmm. After gold, it's platinum. platinum and then it's diamond. So the Platinum Diamondi. and Diamond guests are the ones that have been cruising since the Ark. <laughs> so, yeah, back in 2002. The, that's, the, that's the way it goes. And yeah. Diamond guests get to, they get to choose a, a blue card guest to be their housekeeping team member for the, <laughs> for the month. You're such a terrible person. <laughs> and we get green nothing. cards. Yeah, we you do. This is your green card. This is the first of your two. Hopefully, you get in your yeah. life. <laughs> Crew members get green cards. I love yeah, that. So I always much. say it's emerald status. I made that joke once, and someone went to guest services and said that they wanted uh, to get emerald status. Why? Why have they not been told about emerald status? Because you haven't applied for the company yet, sir. Hilarious. <laughs> anyway, so yeah. Kindle is a platinum guest. She came to cruise with us out of New York City. Oh, it was so good. On the Carnival Venezia and. I must say, if you've not been on the Carnival Venezia or the Illuminosa, uh, I don't know if the Illuminosa is actually. I don't know if it's doing it. No, I don't think it is. I don't think that it's Italian style fun. So, the Venezia is the only one that is the Italian style fun. I really loved it. It was great, wasn't it? I like. I don't know if it's because we did the Canadian cruise, the fall foliage cruises that went up north, but like, which I mean, at the end of the day, that had nothing to do with. They were all sleepy little shoreside towns that I also loved. Like Halifax is great, but the ship itself I thought was stunning, especially coming from like the like I was on the horizon when it was brand new and sparkly and amazing. I've been on Vista forever, and I love her like without a shadow of a doubt. But the Venezia was incredible. The she's decor a, was beautiful. She's a classy lady. She's she's real like, classy, stunning. So basically, the it is a Vista class ship. Yeah. However, it was designed for Costa. Mm-hmm. the cruise company under the Carnival Cruise Line umbrella. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, and it was designed for cruising out of Asia. So there is some elements of it that are very different to Carnival They're cruise They're more ships. geared toward our Asian, yeah. what, what would have been the Asian clientele. And so what happened is during is the pandemic, was it? Yeah. I'm not going to ask any questions. <laughs> during the pandemic, me and Captain Enzo mm-hmm. went on a secret mission 
to Asia. We stole the ship and we brought, we brought it back to New York. Um, and then I got off and Mark Hugh went on. And no, Mark Hugh brought the ship out. Um, when did it come out? Uh, it came out this year whenever we were at conference in April, May. May. It came out in May because he, he sent us that lovely video he from did. conference. So Mark Hugh, a fabulous cruise director, was on there and I went to take over from him. I it was great kid. watching him work. Yeah. And then I was there for a week and then you arrived with all your family. Yeah, it was me, my brother, my mom, my dad, my grandma, my grandpa, my other aunt, grandma. and then my other grandmother, um, who is a... Uh, Why did you say that other grandmother like that? Because she's the one that is like the queen of the seas. Like she cruises a lot with princess, but is a queen. You know what I'm saying? She was on the Santa Maria, wasn't she, back in the day? You better stop it right now. <laughs> Be- Betty? <laughs> there you are. Um, Lando. Anywho, she... uh she's your grandmother ever- you Stop it. She's the only reason that we ever got into cruising, because her and my grandfather, which is my dad's parents, got into cruising on Norwegian years ago, and then they took my parents on a cruise. But because my parents had younger kids, they chose Carnival, and then my life just became Carnival. Um, so she's really the reason that I even but Did she got, off a, she got off a ship in New York, didn't she? She got off the princess ship that was in Brooklyn and drove across the bridge and got on the Venezia. And then when we li- finished our week on the Venezia, my other set of grandparents drove back across the bridge and got on the princess cruise that my other grandma had just been on. Long story short, we are addicted to cruising and it's a crisis. Um, but, Kindle, so Kindle came as a, as a guest with all the family? Yeah, yeah, and I stayed for two weeks, yeah. and I had originally planned to do the first cruise, and then I was able to book in with Joe fully as a crew member for the second week. Um, but that first week, not actually having an excuse to work and, like, go and be away from the family, be like, oh, I've got to go do a trivia. So, like, when you had to go do stuff, it, I couldn't, like, oh, well, I've got to go watch Joe do the debark talk. Cause I mean, you could have come and watched me and supported me, and... Like I used to when I did excuse. You, uh, I did go and watch you do things. Did you? I did. Yeah. Yeah. I watched you do your welcome aboard show both weeks. I watched you bring on Captain Celebration. I watched you wear the funky outfit. What funky outfit? The funky outfit for Festa. No, you did not go to Festa. You liar! You liar! <laughs> it's it. I watched it on the TV. So you did, I could you did, see. You did some stuff. You did some stuff. I did the white. What night. cruise did we do? We did both were Falk of all age cruises. So Halifax. Sydney, St. John. Mm-hmm. And then the other one we did. And useful information, everybody. Sydney. Is not in, not Australia. in Australia. Neither is Portland. No. It's not. Portland's not Maine. They're not, Oregon. Yeah. Portland, Maine. I was wondering how we were going to get to Oregon on a cruise ship. With only seven days yeah, to do it. Did my, did my research. Turns mm-hmm. out there's other places around the world called the same names. Same as Paris, Texas. Indeed. But uh, no, so the, the cruise was incredible. I really did love it. And we were able to like we had gotten in on the terraza area which is like the equivalent of the havana bar on deck do the problem with though because it's because it's such i've been on the panorama on the vista and the horizon obviously yeah and gordon my entertainment director who was on there has also been on the panorama and we got into this real bad habit when we first got on board because we couldn't like pronounce all the names of all the areas oh no we just used to call them like italian so it was like the Italian Havana. Yeah. So <laughs> it's like, like I know. So it was like, oh, where, where, where are you going? I'm going to the coffee shop. Which one? The one at the Italian Ocean Plaza. Do you mean the gondola lounge? Yes. Sorry, that's it. <laughs> it got really bad. So after a week, we were all right. But yeah, I, you know which which one of the other locations that I really loved on the Venezia was the Frizzanti Bar. 
Oh, yeah. Like the spritz bar. I'm a huge Aperol spritz fan whenever I'm on vacation. And it it's is... All my, of a ship. Shut up. Um, it's my, it's my, probably my favorite, most refreshing drink that I can get. And they had a bunch of different variations. And I made good friends with the bartender there. Surprise, surprise. I was on the drink package, everyone. But was I was on Havana? vacation, so it was allowed. It was Ivana, yeah. And uh, she She's going to be on tubes, you know. Is she? Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. excited. Oh, yeah. She, she told me that she was going early. Yeah, she went on vacation. She I think she's she, there now, actually. Really? Uh, and Kate's going to be there too. Mm-hmm. Anyways, we digress. Um, but she started making me these wild concoctions and variations of spritzes, which I was obsessed with. And they've got loads of martinis that they do on there as well. And that was the other thing, because at the terrazzo bar was the espresso martini. So I basically just floated on deck five from midship to aft. And so the more drinks I had, I just floated further back and back and, and back. And the alchemy bar is not called the alchemy bar. And it's not called the Italian alchemy bar. It's, the, it's Amari. Amari, yeah. You know, I only went there like once or twice because I was such a fan of the, the two other ones. They've got, they've, got a drink, they've got a cocktail called the Bitter, Bitter Giuseppe. I've made a bit of Giuseppe. Bitter. But like, I always made the... I, whenever I found, like, one of the officers was called Giuseppe. Yeah. So I, I, whenever I used to find him, I used to walk him past there and just go, does anyone want a bit of Giuseppe? Does anyone want a bit of Giuseppe? <laughs> <laughs> I never heard you make that joke, because had I, I'd have told you not to say it. He, he used to walk by and he was like, I don't you, understand. Why everybody saying, laugh when you say this every time? Are you <laughs> saying a bit of Giuseppe yeah, or bitter Giuseppe? that's the joke. I would say a bit of Giuseppe. <gasps> Joseph, I don't no. want a bit of Giuseppe. No. <laughs> A bitter Giuseppe. Every side. time, Joey, you say this, they, they laugh. Why they laugh at me, Joey? Um, They're not laughing at you. Oh, Joseph, yeah. I had a real good time. And New York is amazing. Yeah. New York crowd is class. Yeah. I'm but, not going to lie. A lot of people said beforehand the New York crowd is tough. Yeah, tough And they love. are tough. But I had a great time with them. Some of them are crazy. They're very dry. I love their dry humor. <laughs> Uh, I was just I was gonna I was gonna say something but we tried not to talk over each other and I just kept going and you were like I love them I do love I them. do love them they were great I love them but do you remember when we did the Horizon because this was it was oh, the also good thing about this one was we got to go back to the Pier 88 that was where we first met yeah and we have a picture in front of it yes we did that I never posted yeah well done for that. did I post it I don't know I think I might have yeah, but Pier 88 is where I met on May 23rd, back in 2018. And then this, so that was this last one. So the same year that we got engaged, we went back to the same place that we met. And it'll be the same year that you go back to the room that we met in. You need to tell the rest of that story, because that sounds like... The cruise director cabin, which also still sounds very sketchy. Yes. Um, we were having a meeting. We were in a meeting with, whole team. with loads of other people were there. To introduce me <laughs> to the team. Wow. Wow, if you, if you say that with no context, that sounds really you odd. You did, three times. <laughs> so, yeah, so in 2018, it was embarkation day. It was the first day that the Horizon had even docked in uh, New York over on the stateside. And we were all so exhausted from this big crossing that we had. And Joey got on that next day. And we were all, again, exhausted, tired. And, like, I, Joey walks in and we're sat Hating in the cruise life. director's room having our, like, embarkation meeting. And he's like, welcome this new guy. And you were so positive. And I was like, can we go now? <laughs> but yeah, so obviously things got romanticized since then. But um, yeah, you're going back to the horizon in a couple weeks, mm-hmm. which will allow you to be in the room, which I think is weird. In the room where will, it happened. You'll be in the room where it happened, but you'll be living in the place that we met. I don't think people can say that. No, like they, you're right. The first, time, on a bus. the first time I saw you, yeah. I'll, be, I'll be living in that cabin. You'll be like, you'll... 
That's wild. Bizarre. People meet in like a coffee shop. They don't live in a coffee shop at Some any point in their don't. life. You can't meet somebody in your apartment and then, well, I guess you could. Some people do. Yeah, that was the, that was pandemic, wasn't it? Yeah. Tinder. But, um, no, I had a really, really good time out in New York on this ship. I love it. Great people on it. Great teams. Yeah, uh, your team there was really was strong. so good. So good. And we had such a crazy diff- We did five days. We did six days. We did seven days. We had a cruise where one of our ports was Miami. Which, which is pretty odd. <laughs> bizarre. We did a uh, 15-day crossing. Yeah, you had a lot uh, of not different crossing, variation. sorry, journeys. That was amazing. I love those journeys. You haven't done a journeys cruise, have you? In all of my years, not even as a host have How I done have a journeys cruise. How you got away cruise. with this? What do you mean got away with this? Journeys cruises are amazing. How do you know you you've never to, done one? Because you get to go to all the really cool ports of call. Yeah, you're right, this was it. Because my other journeys cruise was Tampa to Spain. Tampa to Barcelona. Yeah, oh, tough life. Oh, well, well. No, that, but that was like nine sea days. And then three ports. Yeah, and this one you ended in Barcelona. This one was Barcelona. Seven ports. We did Grand Turk, Saint Martin, Saint Lucia, Saint Thomas, uh, Barbados. Yeah. Curacao. Mm-hmm. And there was one more. Please keep rubbing it in. I can't remember which one it was, but it was really good. But you know the best bit about it was there was many, many magical things about this. Uh, yeah, likely most of the uh, ports of call. Yeah, they were amazing. But when we stopped in Saint Lucia. There was like 36 crew members from St. Lucia. Oh. So you saw them all getting off the ship. Yeah, because they don't go there often. And then the ones that had to stay on because of Port Manning, all their family came on. So oh like you went upstairs and all the kids were in the pool having Guy's Vegas and not in the pool, but like all the family from... Uh, St. Lucia, like the island came yeah, on. Yeah, it was That amazing. is pretty magical because I don't see a lot of ships that go to St. Lucia a lot. No, I think the only so one nice. that used to was... Maybe the fantasy whenever, or no, the fascination when it was out of San Juan. I don't think anybody's replaced that run either, so we don't no. go there very often. And it was my birthday, that cruise. Didn't you go golfing? Uh, I went golfing a couple of days before. Aruba, that was mm-hmm. the one. Aruba, mm-hmm. went golfing in Aruba. But I got to do my stand-up day before right. my birthday. You got to do your adult show. Yes. So now, all before your birthday, you've gotten engaged. You've done a PG adult a comedy show, an adult comedy show. You've gone and taken out the Venencia as far as from New York and now you're going down to Horizon to be on the ship that we first met. Well, when Talk I... Talk about a big year for you, bub. When I turned 36 last year, mm-hmm. I wrote a list of things that I wanted to do before I was 37. A vision board? Uh, I mean, I don't really have the energy for a vision board. It was more like a vision <laughs> napkin. <laughs> Just written on a, on a napkin somewhere. Mine probably it said, in your notes. Um, it said... It was buy an engagement ring and... Uh, propose to Stacy, but Stacy said no, so I proposed to you instead. Yeah, um, good move. It was thanks. It was um, because I can't wait to give this ring back now. <laughs> it was uh, just no, kidding. It was, it was buy a buy an engagement ring and propose to Kindle. It was me or the other Kindle. You yeah, cool. Start a podcast. Done. Um, Doing. It was. I wanted to. I wanted some sort of recognition for my first year as cruise director. Which you did by winning Rookie of the Year. Won Rookie of the Year. You tied with Lawrence, though, which is just... I, the best. It's my most just heart-filling moment. I know. And then the other one was write and perform a 30-minute stand-up over 18 show. And I went on stage at 11.15 on the 9th of October, the day before my birthday, to do it. 
to finish that list. Talk about cutting it close, boys. I was going to say, that's the most Joey thing ever. <laughs> I told my dad and he was like, typical. You have, you have 365 days and you do it 45 minutes before your deadline. I was like, yeah. Well, I, I, it's not about how long it takes to get it done, it's about getting it done. Getting it done. Getting and it, it, and done. it went really, really well. It was in the main theatre, it was packed. And? Did you cry? Uh, I didn't cry, actually. Liar. No, I didn't. Why? I don't think I did. Joseph, you cry at anything about dads, lads, or uh, fulfilling your purpose? Yeah, I do get overwhelmed quite easily and stuff like that. Yeah, that's right. We don't, we don't say cry, we say overwhelmed. Overwhelmed. I got overwhelmed. Uh, but yeah, it was really good. Speaking of overwhelming things, we've been in Florida here with the team for Jubilee. Yes. And it has been an overwhelmingly positive process. Um, and that's kind of because since we started the podcast, I still haven't clocked a single day at work, which is just mind-boggling to me. Yeah, it's been the longest. The twice. It's the longest I've been off vacation, um, but it really stresses me out that I haven't actually like worked or hosted anything. I just know my voice is going to go that first week on the Jubilee, so any inaugural Jubilee people be prepared. Um, but no, we've been uh, overwhelmingly like positive with everybody that's been here. I've got thirteen of my fifteen fun squad that are going to be with me on the Jubilee, um, and we have just kind of hit it off like gangbusters we've been having the best time everyone is getting along with one another bringing lots of big energy and positivity to the team and i think it's going to be probably one of the best teams i've ever worked with how did which you... is hard to say because you were on one of the teams before this is true and lawrence and jane and jane and, and sarah and yeah. adele and everyone else that's now been promoted and moved out of life. interest now obviously you have done a inaugural as a fun squad mm-hmm. so just out of interest normally when i go on a ship some people have been there for like four months, some people have been there for three months, two months, one. There's kind of like a dynamic already within the team. Yeah. How do you deal with that when everyone turns up on the same day? What do you mean? Like the dynamic of... Yeah, like how does... You know, it's it's different because everyone's getting... Everyone's meeting on the same day. Is it to do like... How do you get people comfortable with each other and climatise with each other and find the dynamic of the team when yeah. everyone's on the same day well is is variation what did you do on day one just tell me that so okay, <laughs> well on day one you're like what okay did what did you do one? give me a run through um one day one first and foremost uh we went outside and we had an icebreaker where i played a game where i took up it was one of the ones we did at conference i took uh, two songs and i broke them up into six different words so one of them i think was um can't stop the feeling and then the other one was Hit me baby one more time or something like that. I don't know. And I chopped all the words up in six different pieces. And then I gave one word to each person and mixed up in a line. And then I was like, figure out the riddle. And they just all had to, oh, they had to, they had to so they had to start talking one it. They didn't even know each other's names. They hadn't done anything. Um, and so they literally were like, well, what do you, word do you have? And then they had to figure out that they were both different songs. And then from the songs, they had to get in order in a line, in the right group of people, and being like, you did it, and like try and sort it out. And so that kind of like broke the ice. So you didn't even tell them it was a song? Mm-mm. I didn't tell them it was a song. I didn't tell them anything. I was like, at the end of this, you're going to be in two groups. Wow. That was it. And they figured they figured it out. It took them less than five minutes. They did it really, really quickly. I'd still be out there. You probably, <laughs> dyslexia, it's hard. You've got a Y. Why? Anyone else got an M? <laughs> C, A, what is it? I don't know. <laughs> but uh, so we did that. We had like a group meeting out there and just kind of, I shared my experience kind of because there was a lot of people that I had never worked with. Um, and then I, we just kind of chilled that first night. And this is a luxury that we've not ever had before. And I wanted to make sure that we've been really diligent and not like, you know, 
pissing away the days, lack of better words. Mm-hmm. Um, because when we did Horizon, when they did Pano and, and Mardi Gras and everything like that, they didn't have a chance for the team to come together beforehand and to kind of, like you said, feel each other out and kind yeah. of be like, right, how does this person even interact with other people? Like, And so they've, they've really been able to sink their teeth into, A, what we're going to be doing on Jubilee, but B, also how to work with any this team with these different personalities and they can already kind of tell how that dynamic is going to work and honestly we've not had anyone that has like a really big head or a big ego of being like well i've covered as cruise director or i've been around the company for five years we've got every spectrum of talent from somebody who's on their second contract who's phenomenal to someone that's been around for five six years covered on different contracts and is just as eager as that other person so it's been really really good to see i suppose it's quite good because when sometimes you can't help yourself when you when you get on a new ship and you automatically you want you want to impress people. You want people to know you're good. Yeah. So you kind of might go over the top with it mm-hmm. at the beginning. Like yeah. there is a there is a phrase. A showboating. Yeah. There is a, a showboating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there is a there is a phrase that is notoriously annoying when you get on a sh- when someone new gets on a ship. Mm-hmm. On my previous ship, yeah. I did this. On my last ship, we oh, shut up. You're not on that ship. I did anymore. say that that first night. I was like, I just want you guys to know. And and you know, I spun it a different way because in reality. We say that, but then when we get on a ship, we know that things have worked previously on other ones because of the experiences we had, and we can bring that. And it is, it's valid to say yeah. that this has worked somewhere else. Will it work here? No, we don't know until you try something. And so I just kind of said it openly: of everyone knows that we all have different experiences, and each of those experiences will bring valid points and and help the process of the startup. But that does mean that although it worked for a different ship, it doesn't mean that it's going to work here. And although it worked there. And it may work here. It doesn't mean we're going to just take it because it did work. I have a rule where I always say for two weeks when the, when new team members come on, two weeks, you can't mention your last ship. And uh, if, this is a bit of a different dynamic, though. Oh, yeah, massively. Yeah. I'm just saying. On, when on I, typical ships, on though, typical for sure. And, uh, and all the team are aware of it. Mm-hmm. So any time that they even start it, it's, no, can't say that. What did you do that one time? Where you made them like, do some like fucking chick- funky chicken dance? No, uh, press-ups were done. You have to do press, five Every press time they said, on the, the, on on the, the Valor. Yeah. No, the first time it started was when, I can't remember what ship it was, but we, we all used to drink. If we were in the crew bar and the person would say it, we'd all take a drink. Oh. And it just became a drinking game from this person going, well, when I was on my last ship, drink. And we did this, this, and this. Didn't we do it on Horizon? It might have been Horizon. It might have been Horizon. That was whenever Bradley ended up under the table. Not, yeah, that was Django, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> um, so I make this rule that two weeks, don't say anything. After two weeks, come to me, write down any ideas you've got to improve. Come to me, we'll sit down, we'll go through them. But just watch for two weeks. Yeah. And I, that tends to work. Yeah, and and there because we're not on a ship and nothing is like actually being executed, we're not really running into that issue. There's definitely those that have had like Excel experience on like Mardi Gras celebration. So when we're talking about things that are on only Excel ships, only a certain amount of people can bring that that kind of experience to the table to explain. But even the ones that have never been on it, they're really eager to learn. So it's it's good for them to hear and they ask a lot of questions. Yeah. And because, again, they have the chance to get to know one another before having to be on stage and working with them. This is work, yes, but it's also everyone is learning. Everyone's kind of in that same headspace of open and accepting ideas. It's been really, really good to watch people that maybe wouldn't usually speak up and ask questions. They feel comfortable enough with these people now because they are not in a work environment. 
they come out of it. We all done at four o'clock. People go off and have dinner together, go and hang out in the evenings. It's not the same dynamic on a ship, and I think it's going to be massively beneficial for the actual startup process. Honestly, I'm so excited. So what's the plan now? Well, we've got two more weeks of uh, a couple more activations. So basically, so far, we've done a couple things that are... New activations, we've had to do blocking, staging, scripting, um, like running through a couple different things that I can't say on here, but they are new or new variations of things we already have, which are really, really exciting. Um, The first week we kind of went over different uh, like line dances and stuff, making sure that they all know how to do some of those things um, in and out of the uh, the studio. And then these next couple weeks are going to be things like teaching everybody guess that groove, teaching them cash bash, evolution, different things that are going to be slowly installed on all XL class ships, including the Jubilee. Um, and then we go do a couple more things uh, right before Thanksgiving um, that are specific for Jubilee. And then we all, 13 hosts and myself of like, various ages from all over the world are all going to get together on the same plane and they've trusted to fly 14 of us on a direct flight from Miami to Amsterdam and we have all gone in and booked our seats in two rows two or three rows at the back of the plane that is going to be the craziest wildest loudest most rambunctious flight I think I've ever been a part of well just be prepared for jet lag yeah but the good news is when we get there we go straight to the ship but we have a two and a half hour drive from Amsterdam to the ship so we can just sleep on that and then you come, you bring the ship over when? Well, we do, we leave um, from Amsterdam, we don't leave from Amsterdam, it's Elmshaven in... Elmshaven? Elmshaven, Elmshaven. Um, in Holland? Yeah. Again, me and geography, I really got to get a map. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I really got to get myself I a map. That, I saw like that girl from South Carolina. Well, I better open my phone. Oh, I know. that came up the other day, that clip. Stop it. That's my favorite Do thing in the world. Do not reference me. Um, anyways. I believe, such not, stop. American with, children stop don't it. know where America She's is She's a, a nice lady. Because most American children don't Joseph, have maps. it's not funny anymore. And such not. It's not funny. It was the funniest thing in the world. Moving on. Um, and so... We will bring it over, and then we stop in, like, Tenerife. I know, tough life. Tenerife. Bring it across. We stop in, I think, Freeport, Bahamas, or Nassau, Bahamas, and then we get to the ship. All these things are just for either, like, refueling or restocking. I think we onboard a lot of crew members or somewhere along the way, and then we actually are supposed to pull in to Galveston around the 20th of December. Got to go through, like, Coast Guard. Got to go through immigration. Got to go through, like, all the different audits that have to happen in order. Remember when we did restart? And we had to do all those audits back to back to back stress me out um so all those things have to happen and then first cruise december 23rd mom and dad will be there it's gonna be there's a lot of people a lot of people on my uh there was loads funny enough there's loads of people on the journeys cruise that i did on the venezia Mm -hmm. that were books on the original sailing for the jubilee Jubilee. oh don't bring that up but then it got it got moved so (laughs) they had moved on to that one with Mm -hmm. me and then and I know quite a lot of people that are going on that, uh, that first one with you. So that will be amazing. Yeah, we've got lots of And you've of been doing rest. loads of uh, exciting things with prep, haven't you? What do you mean? What were you doing today? Oh, I've been doing lots of interviews and stuff. Yeah. yeah. We've had, uh, over the last, like I told them, I, I was in the office or talking to the office and I was like, if there's anything that I can do, please let me know because I'm bored. Um, and so we, they kind of were going for a different angle for this ship because it is such a... Like Lone Star ship, really. It's, Texas. It's a Texas ship. We're fixing um, the fixing, fixing, y'all. Yeah, it's going to be like coming home, even though you're going on vacation. Um, 
it's just your house is going to be floating. Uh, so we've been doing a lot of like hometown stories. I did an interview with the Weatherford Democrat, which is where I grew up. And the last time I was in the Weatherford Democrat, I think I was 11 or 12 because me and the cheerleading squad won the spirit stick or something. Who even knows? Not the spirit stick. Yeah, the spirit stick. And then we dropped it. Um, no, I don't it, if you don't know it, you don't know it. Um, um, just out of interest, it was front page, wasn't it? Which one? On the uh, Fort Worth Democrat, whatever it is. The, no, the Weather for Democrat. Yeah, it was a, a, I think it was a front page. Front page? Yeah, it was cute. It was, and it was in the inside as well. So I did that one, and which was really, really cool because there was, it was loads it of It was only two my, pages. It was more like a brochure. It was like pamphlet. a, pam, a pamphlet. <laughs> did I tell you the story that I didn't think that pamphlet was the word? I thought it was pamphlet. 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 <laughs> Why did you think it was pamphlet? I don't know. All of my life, I thought it was pamphlet until I was on the conquest. And Chloe Lotto, hey Chloe, um, was my cruise director, and she said we're gonna be handing out the Easter pamphlets. And I like lost it and had a full on like hysterical laugh. And I was like, Chloe, I cannot believe you're saying pamphlet. Ha ha, you're so silly. And she was like, Kindle, this is the word, and like Googled it. And I called my mom, and I was like, Mom, how do you say like a threefold paper? And I don't even remember my mom said pamphlet or pamphlet, but either way, I was wrong, and my world was shattered, and I left the room crying from hysteria. Well, it wasn't really. It was actually a full-on newspaper that you were in. Yeah, that, it, wasn't a, it wasn't a pamphlet or a brochure. Or a, or a pamphlet. Flip, pam, <laughs> pamphlet. Pamphlet. Oh. Maybe that's a lady. Maybe you once met a lady called Pamplet. That sounds like a different name. Moving on. <laughs> I can help you with this pam-pam situation. Uh... <laughs> I can help with this bam bam situation. <laughs> oh, so it's all very exciting, isn't it? Very exciting. Yeah, I'm tickled. Have you got um, any other? Have you got any other? Yeah, I did. Um, I did one for, um, I think a, a magazine. I did uh, another one that is going. And there's two of them that are going to be coming out in December, which I'm pretty excited about. There was another one that I did that I forgot. Oh, I did one with um, Island Time Travel, who we cruise with on the restart, and. Um, and they, they did their post uh, on their Facebook page. And it was probably, I had so much fun. We, would, we did like a live interview. It was 45 minutes. We got completely carried away. But uh, they basically started as travel agents right when the pandemic hit because they loved cruising. And then they've kind of, it's really taken off. They've got 50 cabins, uh, 50 cabins or 50 people cruising on the inaugural cruise. Um, but yeah, so I did a couple different interviews and stuff. Did one this morning, which I'm really, really excited about. And anyone in the DFW area, y'all better be ready. Because um, when that one drops, I'm going to blast it everywhere. Was it with Kelly Raspberry? You know, it's not with Kelly Raspberry. Uh, and one of these days, one of these days. I'm going to get a phone call. And they're going to be like, Kindle 106.1 Kiss FM from Kid Craddock in the Morning Show wants to do an interview with you. And I will say yes. Kelly Raspberry. 106.1 Kiss FM. Um, and have you done some new merch for your uh, YouTuber league? No. Are you talking about my shirts that I made? Yeah. Oh, my new Kindle Fire t-shirts. Yeah. Yeah, I've got some new polos that I made um, that are crisp, fresh off of Amazon. <laughs> you made some You made some for uh, when you came on the Venezia with all the family. They all came on wearing Hello Joey t-shirts, didn't they? Yeah, Mom and Dad have been sweet. really on top of making all the shirts. That was very sweet of them. Yeah. We love them. I'm sure they're now using them as... Blankets for the dogs, something like that. <laughs> Actually, no, Foxy was wearing hers the other day. <laughs> Legend. She's always got my back as Foxy. Anyway, so this may be a brand new podcast. Mm -hmm. This may be 
a different place that we're in two months since the last podcast but some things never change it's time to go inside the porthole no yes this is staying I thought we were going to get rid no, of this is this is staying it's been two months I thought that was long enough for you to forget this is going to be an entire new podcast soon a whole new however one. I've got something very special for you oh listen, listen to this it's unique let's take a That's my jingle. That's my inside the porthole jingle. The jingle. It's so good. It's so reverberating. That is that is Mr. Ben Gentry. I thought I was going into like a, a porthole. Yeah. Right. But it's perfect. No, not a porthole. I thought I was going into a portal. Listen, some people's portholes may resemble portals. Oh man. So that is Ben. Have you ever worked with Ben? Um, ben I, is a I legendary. Legendary piano guy. You guys were getting on the magic, right? Uh huh. And so I'd message him and said, he messaged, said he listens and he loves it. So I asked him to write as a jingle, and that's what he came up with. And I think it's a class. I think honestly, it is wonderful. It's amazing. I appreciate it. I think it'll be an excellent addition to the inside my porthole. And so the porthole. <laughs> See, I knew we should have called it inside my porthole. It's catchier. Oh, anyways, is there is there next sticks? <laughs> Sticks or stinks. Moving on. Um, do we have anybody in the porthole? Well, yes, we do. I have a fabulous guest for you today. <laughs> so let's open up your porthole, Kindle, and let's welcome our mystery guest. Hello, lovely Kindle. I miss you. It's Tess here, your sister from another mister, your second favorite English person, um, fellow shapeshifter. I am here to ask you a question for your new podcast, which I'm really enjoying, by the way. Um, as you obviously love English people so much, what with your friend being English and your husband to be being English, I would love to know from you, what is the weirdest thing that you've seen the English people do that you're like, what is this? Love you. Bye. I say bye. Oh, my Tessa. Tessa, the legend. Did she help me pick up my ring or was that somebody else? That was somebody else. You were already engaged when I met Tessa. However, what me and Tessa did do is we, on the Carnival Pride when I was on with her. Oh, yeah. We, uh, my cabin was on deck eight near the bridge. Mm -hmm. So all the officers, like captain, staff captain were all there. And I can't remember where she got it from, but um, I found a shopping, it must have been some sort of, advertisement from when she was a shopping expert on a different ship and there was a giant picture of it literally a massive picture of her face of her yeah so i used to <laughs> put it outside my door and then we'd switch it between our doors just of who was in what of me and um oh andrea her andrea's cabin yeah across the way and then one day i forgot to take it down during a behind the fun tour so everyone knew where so she everyone, lived. So everyone came up to see the the guests came up with the behind the fun time and saw this giant face outside Imagine my cabin. Imagine if it was cabin. on the cruise director cabin. It was. It was on my cabin. <gasps> oh, talk about the tea being spilled. Ooh, yeah. Anyway. So, speaking of tea, that's a good question. It is a good question. However, so this is what I'm thinking with this one. Mm -hmm. This is such a big, potentially big um, question here. I mean, this is like a loaded question. This yeah. could go on for hours. And we've got a few days here in Miami. Yeah. So I'm thinking we do an entire episode about 
American and English differences. Yeah. Or like weird things that English people do. Yeah. That Americans, because um, Americans are weird, weird things that Americans do. We're not weird at all. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, should we do that? Should we save that and just have an entire episode on it? Yeah, well, congratulations, Tessa. You have been promoted from Inside My Porto to a whole talking ship episode. Yes. She got out of the porthole and got into the ship. She, she's she been talking ship. She's a whole, she's a whole ship and caboodle. <laughs> ship and caboodle. That's quite a good name for a podcast. Anyways, well, that's our next one. So, yeah, okay, we'll do a full podcast on that, right. Tessa. Thank you very much. Well, then let's wrap this up and let's go and get some dinner because I'm hungry. Okay, thank you very much for tuning in once again, everybody. If you've not listened to the rest of them, download them all. Um, and and let yeah. us know, yeah, what you guys want to hear. As always, we'll look at the reviews. Um, we'll just get inside one of the DMs on one of the many different outlets that we have as far as uh, uh, social media goes. Just don't, not inside the portal. <laughs> well, I was thinking, when we're back on ships... If yeah. guests want to come up to us and say, I've got a question for Inside the Porthole, we could just record it on our phone and yeah, play it. but we won't be able to guests. record this. Like, we won't be able to have a recording of us together. No, we'll just save them all. What and if we make like get... Instagram for, like, weird Inside My Porthole questions? Oh, a special Inside My Porthole Instagram. Insta- oh, and Instagram. The, and the, pitch, the, picture could just be, the picture could just be a picture of my porthole. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, we gotta go. Okay, until next time, I'm Slide inside a pothole. <laughs> oh, I'm delusional. Okay. Alright, I'm out of here. Everyone. I'm, I'm signing off on this one. My message is over. <laughs> Bye. Cheerio. Okay, bye. <laughs>